Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for the beautiful weather that you've blessed us with, Lord. We thank you for all the good things that you have for us, Lord. We thank you that your plan is eternal and that time has no limits on you, God, that you can do anything that you want to do, Lord, and you will do all that you want to do, Lord. And we just thank you for the ability to participate in it, Lord, to spread the gospel and the ministry of reconciliation that you've given us, Lord. We thank you for our partners and our listeners that you're blessing their homes, Lord, and that you are changing them into vessels that also cause change in their people around them and their schools and their their jobs, Lord, or wherever you're sending them, God. And we just thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you with us, glad to be studying the word together, and um our our discussion here on in X, and we're still discussing verses twenty one through thirty eight. So again, we would just like to encourage you, if it's either a your first time joining us, or or b, you just need to get refreshed in that section of or those scriptures. Um, that you pause the episode now and just take the time to to give it a read through and get refreshed on it, or become acquainted with it, in order to help aid in the discussion or aid in following along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. And now for the everyone here in this room, we're going to open the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. Well, I think you had something, my love, that you wanted to start us off with. Okay. Well, yes, uh, I did, actually. <laughs> and, and I'll read the, the three verses. It's... uh. Verses 36 through 38, all right, it says, And when he had said these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all, and then they all wept freely, and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spoke, that they would see his face no more, and they accompanied him to the ship. So there's a, a couple different ways, or a few different ways that we can actually look at that section of Scripture, right? One is, of course, for the obvious, the words that Paul had shared, right, that the Holy Spirit ministered to him of what he would suffer or endure for the Lord's sake or name, right, uh, to fulfill the purpose that the Lord had put in Paul's destiny track, right? Yes. But there's another aspect that um, I think we, we need to become aware of, right, <clears throat> and that is being okay in walking with the people the Lord places in our path mm-hmm. for the time and the season or seasons that he places them there, right? And, and I bring this up because a number of different things. One, we've read in chapter 19 how Paul went to Ephesus, right? Mm-hmm. So that's not very long ago. 
<laughs> right in the grand it's scheme only of one chapter back, right, no. <laughs> well, yeah, right in the grand scheme of chapters, right? Now we know there's time, right? But it says how uh, in verse eight, Acts nineteen, verse eight, right? And he, right, as Paul, went to the synagogue and spoke boldly for three months, reasoning and persuading concerning the things of the kingdom of God, right? Mm-hmm. And he continued there for two years. So, so he was there for for some time, right? And now here we are in chapter 20, and he's saying, you're not going to see me anymore. You're not going to see me again. Like, I already know this, right? But what happened? How was Paul used? The same way he was used everywhere else, right? Um, in Acts 14, it says this about the converts. When they had preached the gospel of that city and made the disciples, uh, this is Acts 14, Verse 21, they made main disciples. They returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. Verse 22 says this, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, and saying, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. So this is what Paul has done everywhere he's been sent by the Lord. Right? This is what the people here at Ephesus have received from the Lord through Paul. Or from the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, through Paul, right? For them. Yes. So, I'll just say it in this way. Understanding and being okay with the Lord moving his servants, his body, his vessels, his sheep, where he pleases. Amen. He's The Lord never intended, if you will, for, for many to just sit in one place and stay there indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And and the Lord didn't assign, doesn't necessarily always just assign sheep to that shepherd, pastor, whichever, right? Um, you want to uh, call it one of the fivefold, right? Apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher, to remain there indefinitely. They're the Lord's. We are servants of the Lord. Uh, every Each and every member of the faith, member of the body of Christ, as part of the bride of Christ, is first and foremost the Lord's and his servant to do with what he wills. Mm-hmm. But if we could, as the body, understand that and be okay with the Lord moving each one around as he wills to accomplish his plans and purposes, it would do two things. One, help us to examine ourselves, to be able to receive all that the Lord has for us in that moment. Mm-hmm. And B, to also help minister to their needs, not thinking we have an indefinite amount of time. Right? Mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. We've spoken in previous podcast, like recent podcast uh, episodes on this podcast about, you know, parents and children. Well, guess what? Children, you only have a certain amount of time in this household. Before you reach But with the age adulthood. of maturity, yeah. that it's now time for you to depart the nest, right? To go... Well, build your own nest. It's not as soon as you turn 18. <laughs> no, not at all, right? But, but but the Lord has appointed a time, right? And a, mm-hmm. For everything, there's a time and a season. And Amen. So understanding what time and what season we're in and who the Lord has sent to walk with us and, and or sent us to walk with, mm-hmm. right? To help accomplish and strengthen and, and equip and all these other things. His purpose for what He wills. Same with that, like going back to the, to the children thing. 
as parents, we only have a certain amount of time. So understanding, hey, I only have whatever that amount of time is. To actually do the parenting, the pouring exactly. in, the forming, the shaping, Amen. and the directing of life. We only have a short amount of time to do that. And it, after the children are, are grown up, it's not time to try to shape and restructure and all that kind of stuff and pour in in that way because now they're adults and making their own decisions. Amen. That that time would have The concrete passed. has hardened, yes, if you will. Th- that ship would have <laughs> sailed, right? And can you still... Reach that ship, yes. Sure. But are you going to have the same impact? Probably not. It's a much harder opportunity. Now that you have to get the jackhammer out to break up the concrete. <laughs> now the, the ship has to go back into the dock and, you know, all of those other things. And it's going backwards when it should be going forward. But it's really hard to do that after after the fact. Right. So, so I wanted to kind of open it up with that. So we could have the discussion on... and. Also, the opportunity to examine ourselves on, are we in time and in step and in season with the Lord and who he has around us for his purposes? Amen. Go ahead, LaCharles. Yes. And as you were saying that we see inside of verse 36 that I do believe this is the proper time and that Paul is perfectly in will. Um, we see that Paul is beginning to talk. And I'd say he was just beginning to hit a stride when he suddenly stopped, I'd say, to start praying with them because that's what the Lord had for them. He wanted him to pray at certain points and pray at this particular point because that's what his will was for it. Even if you're going one minute over when the Lord says, okay, now pray. And we can say, oh, no, Lord, I got to finish his extra great thought, Lord. It's so spiritual. And mm-hmm. we go past it. We're no longer in the will of God. But also, I'd say... um, Whenever I read the section, I always took it as they were weeping more so because they wouldn't see Paul again. They disregard all his warnings and said, yeah, yeah, Paul, we know about that stuff. We've been with you for three years. You've been saying the same stuff, old man. Um, we're just, we just don't want to see you leave. But it was as you're saying that we have to be okay. There's certain points and certain destiny tracks um, that we must go on. And we see that inside the Gospels with the ministry of Jesus, they didn't want Jesus to leave. Mm. They wanted Jesus to stay there indefinitely and do what Jesus was, what they considered Jesus's true role, <laughs> that he had been, been procrastinating from doing mm-hmm. what he was meant to be doing. They still wanted him to get into their box and be what they imagined he would be. And, and come out when, when they, or wait, wait, let's, let's, look at, let's look at us for ourselves, right? When we decide we want to open the box and let Jesus out so he can do something for us or dance like a monkey right? exactly <laughs> entertain us put on a show grant our wishes like a genie and then we go get back in that box jesus don't you talk about my life don't you tell me nothing else to do nothing's wrong i'm perfect right <laughs> exactly. no absolutely not exactly but then there's the other aspect right which is i'll say the flip side of this conversation because what we're discussing or have been up to this point is our view of others and trying to to gather up people Essentially to ourselves. Or hold on to them That's so the long one. that we don't let them grow forward and move on into what God has called them to do. They also had to let Paul go in this regard. He let them Amen. go to Christ, but they also had to let him go to Christ. So that there's, so there's the twofold thing, and they had to let him go, and this is the bigger part, without refraining from doing all that the Lord had called them to do. How many times in our life and the ministry, have we seen, you know, 
people suffer, whether it's a loss, like physical loss, or or just um, the structure changes, the dynamic changes, because someone has to, to go and do what the Lord has called them to do. And then we see people just kind of become stagnant. They sit down in the dirt and go, I'm not moving any further, Lord. Exactly. I didn't expect that. They feel like they got punched in the gut, they're winded, and then they go, this is it, I'm not going any further. Kind of like... Uh, Tara. Abraham's father, right. exactly. His son, one of his sons died, and then he didn't move any further beyond that point. He just said, "I'm not going." He was supposed to be going to Canaan. He was the one the Lord initially called. That's why Abraham was actually en route going to Canaan because he was going with his dad. But then some, Abraham's brother died. In Haran, and then he didn't move any further beyond that. So something happened he didn't expect, and he was unwilling to continue. He just kind of sat down in the dirt and said, mm-hmm. that's enough. Leave me alone, Lord. Doesn't that sound familiar? Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, but that's why I bring this up, right? Because mm-hmm. we have to understand this as it pertains to ourselves, right? That, yes, the Lord puts, I'll say, what we need. People, things, right? As in, like, all our, all our needs are answered through the Lord. We have to, A, recognize that it's a gift from the Lord, whether it's a person, a thing, right, finances, whatever that, whatever it is that we need, know the Lord's already provided it, but let's recognize what the Lord did or who he sent or whatever the case is, right? Receive it, glad, well, I'll say with cheer, with joy, right, joyfully. And then when the Lord says, hey, I have need of this thing. I've got you. I need you to send this thing over here, or I need to call my servant to go to another place. Time to move forward, right? For them and for us, recognize that hey, yes, Lord, all right, it's your servant. It's not mine. You know, you 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 gave it to me or this person. You put them in my life for a season, but then I still have a destiny track before you. I have a race to run before you, and I can't shirk back on that responsibility. Mm -hmm. Layla. Yes, Dan, and as you were saying, when you mentioned enjoying the time that you have with the people that God puts in your life, he reminded me of how you, Mommy, also tell us, don't be trying to rush ahead and snatch for yourself what you're not ready for. Mommy, you... Um, <laughs> we pa- say that a lot. Yes, Dan. <laughs> we do. All right. And in particular, Mommy, you tell me, don't go try to have children now. Don't be trying to snatch a husband for yourself because I'm not ready for it. Um, Just to be honest, there's quite a few things a long extensive list of things that i don't know how to do or i think i know how to do but when dad says go and do it then it doesn't always turn out so well suddenly you have so many questions yes and when we are trying to reach forward and rush god we miss out on who's here with us and that's important for like these elders and a Ephesus, I'm sorry, I was about to call them Ephesians. In <laughs> Ephesus, if they had been trying to rush ahead, they would have missed the time and the equipment and the equipping that Paul was trying to do with them then because that was their time. Mm-hmm. And then when it was time to for Paul to transition, they would have gone, oh, man, uh, what do we do? What do we do? Uh, uh, you, you, you're up on the podium. What, 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 what scripture do you have? Uh, Jesus wept? It would have been one of those. <laughs> no. As opposed to what if should then. they be doing? preparing and and receiving the instructions so that when it was actually their time, they were well prepared. Well, but Mm -hmm. also seeking the Lord, just like Paul did, right? And that's what he was teaching them. 
Lord, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Because that's what we see first and foremost in our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Mm-hmm. He did nothing of his own initiative. And, you know, we, we do often talk. Promise, go ahead, baby. It's important, oh, Ma- huh? No, Ma- we can go. Miles, um, Mike can come afterwards. Okay. Um, it's important to be in the moment with God that he's in. Be in the season that he's in. So that when you're in that season, you absorb and you receive everything that he intends to equip you with. All the seasons in our lives are for equipping. Even if it's a season of rest where he just says, be still, rest. It's because you're going to need it for the next phase of the journey. And understanding that it's not us who set the season. We don't know better than God. We know nothing. And you can rest assured if you're like, I know it, I know it. Then you can all but guarantee that you're absolutely wrong in that circumstance. So you should counsel yourself to go, okay, wait a second. If I'm saying, I know it, I know it. And shut up, Jesus, I don't need you. Then that means I'm in completely in the wrong. And I need to go humble myself again to my God and let him guide me and direct me. That's something we teach you guys often is don't rush ahead trying to be an adult. Don't do it because you can never come back to being a child. So these elders, their time of being reared, if you will, by the apostle Paul as their spiritual father, they, there was no rewind button because he had another leg of the journey to go on to. And then there came a time where he had to put off his tent and go on to be present with the Lord for real, to not just contemplating the heavenly it. community. Exactly. And so that time that they had with him, those three years that they had to learn from him and to um, watch his example, learn to hear from God and to be consistent in hearing from the Lord and accurate in hearing from the Lord and diligent and persistent in their faith and all of those things and watch his maturity, all of that stuff that they learned from watching the apostle Paul and being brought up by him, that was their time. That was their chance to learn it. Not after Paul said, I'm leaving and you're never going to see me again. Like Esau, not valuing the blessing that was set before him, forsook it and gave it away. And then when it was time to receive the blessing, the blessing was taken away and gone. Um, Go ahead, Promise, before we run out of time today. And also, it's important for us to understand not to um, try to rush ahead, but also not to try to lag behind and say, oh, no, I don't want to suck up everything that's up inside of this moment. And um, especially the world teaches this um, after something's already happened, saying, oh, I wish I had more time with so-and-so or going, I wish I could have, I wish I could have waited. And the Lord showed me that it's important for us to walk with the Lord because when we walk with the Lord, then we're able to max maximize on everything in, that comes inside of our life. And also, it's going to be for our best. And also, um, there's going to be joy with it. That's right. You will be fulfilled mm-hmm. and you will be prepared and you will be satisfied. And then you will be ready and equipped to complete the work. So as a five-year-old, you have all the tools and resources you need to be a righteous man or woman of God, but you're not ready to exercise it fully yet. So you keep going until you're 10 and 15 and 20, and you keep going until at the end of it, you come to a culmination of a lifetime that's spent walking out what the Lord wants, and he'll bring about the seasons when he's ready. But when you walk with him, not delaying after him, not being stubborn and immovable, but not being rebellious and foolhardy either, running off and going, never mind, Jesus, you told me one word, I got it. The Lord said, uh, and you said, oh, thanks, Lord, I got the mission. That's not. Or going, (laughs) well, I have more time. None of those things. Mm -hmm. Being in the moment, in season with him and walking with him, not him dragging you through the season, not him trying to hold onto your coattail while you're trying to run off away from him, but just going 
walking through the garden, if you will, in the cool of the day to hear what your Lord has to say, to receive and um, take unto you what he is pouring out and providing because all of it's coming from him because the season will undoubtedly end. And when that season is over, it's over. It's time to move forward. Or you're going to spend your life circling around the mountain, never coming to maturity and perishing in the wilderness, if you will. And, and I'll just say this, right, to kind of bring this full circle. It's not that the Lord can't bring back people in our lives, right? Let's, even in this, Paul had departed, but the Lord brought him back, per se, right? Not exactly to Ephesus, as we were talking about, but the, the elders at Ephesus had to meet him in another location, but why? To still receive what they needed. So, not that the Lord can't bring people back into our lives later for I'll His give purpose. Give you a second chance, if, it, if you will. Right. And or just to, you know, acknowledge some things and give us what we need to continue in the journey, right? And the destiny track of the Lord's purpose for us. But, I, you know, I felt led to bring this up because we need to value those things that the Lord does when He does them in full. Not, you know, we're, I'll say it in this way. We're told to redeem the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, redeeming the time starts now. Let's not waste a second of it, but do any and everything that is required by our Lord and Savior for His glory, that He's glorified. Amen. 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 All right. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for... Just being there for us, Lord, and just showing us what to do, Lord, so that we're able to do everything inside your will, Lord. And, Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us your word, Lord, and just giving us the interpretation, Lord, so that whenever we read your word, Lord, we're getting something from it, Lord, and we're applying it to our lives so that we don't stumble, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.